the best part of your week is about to begin. This is the time where we talk shop, swap stories, and share lessons from our wild adventures in the creative industry. With each and every lovingly crafted episode, we strive to bottle that magic, warm, electric feeling you get after coffee with a new friend or attending a fantastic breakout session at a creative conference. You might start as strangers, but you'll leave as friends. Buckle up, settle in, and get ready for this episode of Making a Mark. Hello and welcome. We're back, guys. It's 2023, and I'm feeling so good. It's uh, it's a great day to be alive, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, who was almost married into August Burns Red, Ashley Ulmer. <laughs> yeah, I love that, that <laughs> intro. <laughs> it was close. It was close, but little, yeah. And to, and to clarify for our audience here, it wasn't you almost <laughs> married someone in the band. Your husband no. almost, he was like the the runner-up to being bass the, player is that right he, yes he was the runner-up to their current bass player dustin which like he he would say this too like there it was no competition like dustin is like incredible so like but it was it was them two that auditioned and they picked dustin over him but dustin's still in the band to this day but i'm i don't know that's it would have been weird if he would have made it i don't know if we would have I don't know. We yeah, would have been married at the time. It'd be hard because he'd be traveling a lot. Married so. to a musician is tough. That that mm-hmm. is a, a tough family gig. Ashley, how's how are you doing? I feel like I haven't seen you in like fourteen weeks, but it's really only been like two or three weeks. And I know because uh, the holidays. I'm glad were to be like, back here. The holidays were crazy. Like it seemed like it was a long time. No, we're we're doing good. I mean, all my entire family got sick during like oh wonderful at some point. Merry so Christmas. that was kind of made it yeah I mean it was fine Christmas was good I got sick on later Christmas but it, it's fine we're all we're all good now but how was your Christmas New Year everybody gets mucinex in their stockings that's the that's the real? the real the real dream <laughs> Uh, no, we're good. I am realizing uh, every year I try and leave some margin before Christmas. I did a good job this time so I can like detox, get some stuff done and not be just a total dillweed to my family, like coming out yeah. of like power through mode of, of like December to, okay, now it's time to relax and be fun, dad. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. did a good job on that. Uh, what I'm never ready for though is the flip side of that, which is like gearing back up out of vacation brain into oh. Like back at full speed. I mean, we were even talking about before the show, like I feel like fuzzy and unprepared and I've been working for two weeks already. Like, I don't know at what point I'm going to feel like normal equilibrium, Josh, but we're not there yeah. yet. So who knows what's going to happen today? Yeah. What are we this talking is, about today? We're well, we're talking about consistency versus sustainability, which in the green room, we talked about this a little bit. I'm very interested to see what everyone has to say about this, because to me, I think they kind of go hand in hand. So I'm, I don't know. I'm interested Indeed. Indeed. I uh, I feel like we've got some interesting ways to take this one. But yeah. before we jump into that, uh, I would love to go ahead and bring our two guests on the stage. And guys, if you have somebody you would love to see on this show, uh, just leave a comment. Let us know. We'll try and get them. That's how both of these amigos made it. First of up, we've got Ruben Ruddard and also hey. Ron Starling. There we go. Ru- I'm so excited. Did I say your names right? I, I really, we're really just booked guest based on alphabetical order. I was just scrolling <laughs> through my local phone book and saw the, the two R's next to each other. I said, yeah. oh, well, these guys must be available for the show. Easy, <laughs> easy. There you go. Uh, well, this is the this is the background meme is that it's actually Ruben Rohard, but then you uploaded it as Ruben Rohard. 
And Robert. then I just put it back. Yeah, I've got to be careful with that last name, haven't I? <laughs> The R and R. That's all it is. That's a tough yeah. one. I, 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 I'll, I'll say this: I'm probably I'm, I'm probably batting like 150 on getting <laughs> guest names right out of the gate. Like usually, that's yeah. half of the green room conversations. Like, how do you actually say your name? I'm just guessing. That is hilarious. Because um, to some well, degree, by design, like this this conversation, I love meeting people for the first time here. Because oh like my gosh, you get that raw, authentic, crisp. This is conversation. This is happening. literally our first time all basically meeting, other than the two seconds right before this. Yeah. So this is this is <laughs> this is raw. That is the dream. All right, um, we'll get, we're going to be doing this whole thing round robin today. So it'll be Ashley, Ruben, Ron, and then I will. As if you guys have seen the show before, like I can't control myself. I am a child. I will jump between everyone else's <laughs> answers and. You know, add some little spice and maybe some other yeah. echoing thoughts. Exactly. Uh, but that's going to be our order. Uh, we'll keep that same order for intros. Ruben, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So if you couldn't tell by the strange accent um, from the UK, 25 years old, which makes me feel quite old now. I remember saying I was like 22. <laughs> I know. Um, so I get, I'm getting on in years. Um, yeah. Babies. No, I don't. That's no offense to anyone who's older in this room. I'm a lot older. Um, and I'm a graphic designer um, and I've been doing this mainly with churches and other nonprofit organizations for the last seven years. Um, but I went full-time freelance three years ago, nearly three and a half years ago. Um, and that was, yeah, just a huge move for me. And um, yeah, just been enjoying it ever since then. And so now I get to do cool stuff like this, join you guys on a podcast. Nice. Love it, man. We're so glad good. you made it. Yeah. I didn't know you've been doing this for seven years, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's gone by pretty quickly. I used to work for a church. Um, so that was the first four years. And then I kind of, Went and worked for some other churches in that in the last three years. So yeah. Wow. What time is it where you're at, Ruben? Six oh six and seventeen oh, wow. seconds. Okay. AM or PM? AM. Six oh six AM. Yeah, six oh. No, I oh, would not look. Oh I wow. Okay. No, he's ahead. He's ahead of us. <laughs> he's ahead yeah, of us. Yeah. The way the earth is. Oh, so no. No, you guys it's are, not you Saturday. Guys are Eastern it's time. PM. Right. PM. Okay, yeah, so it's PM. He's living in the future. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, he's in next week. Episode 16 of Making a Mark. We'll talk about how time zones work, and yeah. it'll be very travel. insightful for all of us because <laughs> that that's be literally weird. why I started using Calendly is I just kept missing calls and vice versa because I, I was bad at time zone math. So it's like, yeah. it just book what's in the calendar and tell, let me know if we need to do something else. <sighs> That's all right, real. Ron. Uh, hey, what's we're going to start what, what time zone are you in? So I'm in Central CST, Central Standard Time Zone. I, okay. I'm currently in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, but my name is Ron Starling. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I'm 27 years old. And so whenever younger people say that they feel old, I automatically feel old. So I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> um, this and is great. Let's see. I have been... I don't even know how to explain it, but I got safe when I was like 16. And then the next year I started serving and uh, I like ended up in kids ministry. I don't know how that happened. It's literally the grace of God. But within that, I ended up uh, doing a lot of creative things and designing for our kids ministry. And I was like, maybe I could do this outside of kids ministry. And uh, then I shortly after that started doing social media for my church. Did that for like about a year. Um, and then I did freelance for like two or three years. And then one random day, uh, a church was like, yo, you want to move to Oklahoma? And I was like, 
No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to move to Oklahoma. There's a lot of prayer, a lot of turmoil, a lot of questions. And by the end of everything and two rounds of interviews in a total of probably about a year, I ended up moving out to Oklahoma a year later. And now I work at a church called Transformation Church here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. Wow. Some random awesome. church. Yeah. I have so, such a story about that, actually. So can I tell the story or am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So when I got hired, I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I love this church. I'm so excited. I feel like everyone knows about this church. And then um, like right when that was all happening, I got asked to speak at a, a youth ministry. And I was like, OK, cool. Like, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to tell them the story about how I became creative, yada, yada, yada. I'm hype. Right. So I build up all this anticipation and tell them about like how I got hired at this church called Transformation Church. And in my mind, they all knew. So in my mind, they're all going to be like, yo, that's so crazy. Like, I'm so stoked for you. They were like, what's that? I was like, never mind. I'm never talking. I'm never like having at my church before I say that I work there ever again. I will say there are I think it's more like regional. Um, I had heard of transformation. I did feel like I was living under a rock because I had no idea who you were until uh, somebody like several people recommended you for the show when we were asking back in December. Uh-huh. Um, and they're like, how have you not heard of Ron? I was like, I don't, I don't know, but here we hey, are. Man. I'm just um, a guy. I'd, yeah, I love it. But, um, yeah, I'm continually like, I am that same person on both sides of that conversation, like walking in the room, be like, mm, who's this church and finding out like, oh, it's like, you know, they're, they're very influential in this part of the country or in this part of the world. Mm-hmm. And like, I've just never heard of them. For sure. Um, hey. And it, I feel like a lot of that comes down to like your denomination and yeah. the region you're in and, and mm-hmm. some of those things. And like the the big deal in town may not matter even the next state over. But anyway, guys, anyway. let's talk about sustainability. We're coming out of Christmas, yeah. coming out of holiday, coming out of veg out mode into, OK, let's learn from last year. Let's go into next year. And so I assume everybody's kind of naturally bubbling up or at least seeing social posts that they should be doing these things. Like, all right, what am I going to like be intentional about now? At least that's yeah. how I am framing the consistency versus sustainability conversation yeah. here. Ashley, you're up first. Yes. I know this. I'm I'm super excited to be first because I don't really know what I'm going to say. But so I'm just going to kind of like. <laughs> Who knows what's about to come out of my mouth hole? <laughs> no, but. Like I was like I was saying, I feel like consistency and sustainability kind of go hand in hand. But the way I kind of think of it as or is um, consistency for for me personally would be like consistently creating and um, working on new ideas, whether that's new um, things I want to accomplish. Like since it's the new year, being consistent and constantly working on something versus sustainability for me would be like how I would sustain my actual business. So like. I would think of it as like consistency would be being consistently creative, whether that's creating something all the time or daily or every other day. And sustainability would be being able to sustain my business, like whether that's through, um, you know, retainers, like monthly retainers or um, like monetarily. That's like kind of how I would think of it. Yeah. Um, but I, like I said, I'm interested to hear what everyone else says because I think they, I think they really go hand in hand. I think you kind of need to be consistent to be sustainable. Ruby Cubes, you are the one that asked this question, right? Yeah, yeah, because I think it's an interesting conversation. And Ash, I would say great job because consistency and sustainability go hand in hand when you're doing a good job at keeping those both in check. Yeah, but I think 
some people can take the consistency too far um, and mm. then lose the sustainability. And some people mm. can lose, take the sustainability too far and lose the consistency. So Interesting, the yeah. reason why this was a versus question is because I think there is a real balancing act. Um, this is going to be a great conversation. Just, yeah, I'm looking hey, forward to it. I want all my to friends listening there. right now, this is about to go <laughs> down. This is a great conversation. <laughs> well, this is why I'm excited to have you, Ron, as well, because I'm coming at it from an outside church perspective. And a lot of this is my own personal kind of Instagram work. How do I keep this going? Yeah. Um, and then Josh as well. Obviously, you've got tons of these projects coming through all the time, whether yeah. it's logo staff or whether it's branding, whatever that is. Ash as well with the illustration. Yeah, and then so and then Ron with you inside a church, and then also with all the social stuff and all the different channels that you have. The real question is, you know, when it comes to consistency, is well, I guess it's a question for everyone. I'd be interested to know, but kind of yeah. how do you keep a regular a regular pace on things, and then also how do you, you know, for example, at like Christmas time we can all take a break, right? That like we can all take time off, but social media doesn't stop. And unless you like actively say like we're taking two weeks off, someone still needs to post or someone needs to schedule and you can't schedule hashtag, hashtag you can't post the stories, like someone's got to be there. Mm. So like Ron, coming from a church like Transformation, I'm just going to throw this out there so we can kind of move around in the, in the, in the circle. Um, yeah. How do, you, how do you deal with this kind of stuff? Okay, so here's the thing. I think the answer to both, like the, the connection to both words is systems. If you don't have a system you, you can't win because like, I, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to like do it off hip. Like, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then you got to have that admin person that's like, yeah. hey, I really need this structure. And if this structure works, we can really cohesively work together and never run dry. We can, we'll never run out of content. We'll never be yeah. in deficit because mm-hmm. if you feed the machine properly, you're going to get the output that you necessarily need. Um but then like the creative in me or the creative in us is usually thinking, but wait, how can I make things in a system? You have to leave spaces open. Like the things that need to be consistent, I don't need to, I don't want to think about it. If I, if I have to think about it, it's going to cause extra time. It's going to cause confusion. You're going to have to communicate that with another person. But the more that you have solid systems to the point where most people don't have to think and you, you run the same play, you'll never lose. And that, and like literally what we do at TC, like I'm giving, this is like secret sauce. We run the same play. That's it. We just run the same place. Yeah. I I made a note uh, and take this as you will, but basically my, my idea around that was consistency without planning is wishful thinking in the Mm. sense of like, if you don't have, like you say, a system or a plan, it's just like, and this is the thing, like, I guess I I talked about some of my stories the other day. And this yeah. is kind of why, what prompted this, this question of conversation. Um, and it, I was taking two weeks off. So I'm, I'm technically still on vacation until Monday. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm I took to two weeks off Christmas. You. Yeah, no, you're fine. This is, this is fun. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't work. Um, and so I, I, I basically scheduled from the 23rd all the way until the, until the 9th, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I posted about it and showed my spreadsheet. And it was like, what, you have a spreadsheet for your content? And I've been doing I've been doing this spreadsheet for three years, and every year I start a new spreadsheet, and it's every month and every day I have listed, and it's like it, it's pretty tight and locked down. Um, yeah. But I would not be able to keep up consistent posting without some kind of plan. Yeah, um, it's so and I think serious. when I when I first started, I didn't have that plan, and there would be days where I would like there was one day where I had to go to the hospital. It wasn't like super urgent, but I just needed to uh-huh. go. And I didn't have a post ready that day, and I remember the whole time I wasn't worried about basically something wrong with my eye. 
And I, I'd actually, it, it'd been overstrained, but when I, when I called the doctor, they were like, you need to go to the ER just to get it checked over. So I sat in the ER and um, that day I couldn't get a post out and I spent more time thinking about the post that I couldn't get out than I did about mm. like my own health. <laughs> and I realized at that point that it was more, I've got to really focus on the sustainability piece. How do yeah. I plan forward and make sure that if I do have these days, you know, yeah. and there's two people here with kids, um, you know, Josh and Ash, you guys both have kids. And I know that from, you know, family and stuff is that kids throw spanners in the works quite a lot. And you never know what expected things that happen. Yeah. And if you're going to be consistent, you've got to you've got to have that contingency plan. And that's that only comes from having systems. So, yeah, I, mm. I love that, Ron. Great. Great. Thought. Yeah, that I just that's like we're on the same page. Yeah, that that specific note reminds me of like uh, newspaper editors or uh, like columnists that I've heard where they'll have those uh, pre-written uh, articles like just sitting mm-hmm. in the bottom of their desk. They're like, this is not like time sensitive. This isn't whatever. It's just like ready for those in my backup day yeah uh, kind of archive here and i feel like you could have the same thing from a social calendar standpoint like hmm. this thing will be nice to just like throw out there when i'm missing my day or which is um, actually really funny you. that you mentioned that because like how i formulated a lot of my creativity was because one of my like the person i learned how to take pictures from worked for the newspaper so hmm. i picked up a lot of things and how she kept kept mm. things organized and how she thought through things and how she, meticulous she was and like when she went on a shoot and i was like oh so what you're saying is this is not as complex complex as you think as people say it is. I just need to essentially have a nice order and system of things that I do. Yeah, so that's funny. No, I'm big on that. that All right. So Josh, do you like as far as your social stuff? Do you schedule your stuff as well? Like, am I the only one who's like like? See, for me, I really that's like my biggest struggle in life, mm-hmm. but also in my business is creating systems and planning because that's just like. I don't know. It's so hard for me. Like it's, it's, it's so much easier for me to just be like, have a creative idea and just put it out there. Just and go. Yeah. Like I, I've never planned anything. And I know that that works against me because just like you said, Ruben, like some days I'll be like, Oh shoot, I haven't done anything today, which I'm, I'm personally wanting to tr- try to get away from that. Cause I don't want to have to feel like I have to feed that every single day. But also if there was a system in place, then I wouldn't have to be on there every day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it would yeah. still do its thing so i don't i don't know i, I mean i'm not systematic at all no no no. i'm sorry no, you go you go no go for it <laughs> i'm actually the most non-systematic person ever i i pick up on mm-hmm. consistencies and i can see when things um kind of flow in that way but mm-hmm. my whole life is not i don't plan anything like okay. i don't plan i don't know what i'm gonna eat i don't know what i ate I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I went. That's exactly how I am. I don't do that. My phone knows where I'm going. So it's like, oh, dude, you're going to work. Oh, how did you? Yes, I'm going to work. So like, (laughs) but um, really what I've figured out was like years ago when I first got hired, I uh, found this this, uh, girl who was in my small group and she was like, hey, I want to learn creativity. And I was like, hey, I can tell that you're just a structured person. I'll Mm. trade you every ounce of creativity that I have for your structure. Mm, and you just cool. like, you be my assistant and I'll help you with whatever you want. Like I'll even like pay for you. You need food, figure it I'll <laughs> figure that out. But like she helped organize my life and um, I in turn traded the creativity for it. And then we literally mixed the two. And it was like this perfect storm of, Hey, I, I come up with the creative content and you just help me structure it. 
And I'll never run out of things to create if you come up with the structure for it. So like, Mm -hmm. and half of it was her just writing down my ideas and then like Mm -hmm. putting it in the right place. And then also saying like, hey, you said this. I think you should do this today. I think you should do that next week. And this is not that important. You can do that next month. But like that whole uh, like I just needed a a strong administrative person in my corner. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have I have that definitely as far as like the business side of mm-hmm. my, you know, cause my husband's very structured in that and he helps me with that kind of stuff. But as far as like the creative day to day, like when I'm here working, you know, if I have like a, like this week, for instance, has been slow for me. So like, I'm trying to like launch this new brand I'm doing and all this stuff. And so like, I, I just have all these creative ideas, but then it, I think I need to get that structure of like, okay, like you said, like this should go out today or no, maybe this should wait. And we should wait for a couple of weeks for this. Like I, I struggle with that. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, congratulations on the new business that you're launching. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm excited to see more about that. But I guess yeah. it, as well, actually, it kind of depends on your goals as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. like is your goal to daily post content? Like, if it's not, mm-hmm. then you, there's not. You don't have to keep to that to that yeah. rule. I think consistency is is not about frequency. It's about how often. No, it's just about how what what kind of you, yeah. you. If you do it once a week, it's how you set it up. So it's not, you know, for, for you, I guess. If, if you're happy with three times a week, four times a week, whatever that is, and you're, you're meeting that goal and, and that's sustainable for you, yeah. that's great. I guess I guess for me and for Ron, potentially, we're kind of, kind of coming more from the angle of, well, this is something that is, this, the goal is to get this content out on a daily basis or six yeah. days a week. How do we do that with balancing other projects? Because I don't get paid to do stuff on Instagram. Sure. So sure. how do I balance that with actual work where my clients need something on time and yeah. you know, I'd love to spend all day just making posts but that doesn't keep a roof um, that doesn't keep a roof over our head so mm-hmm. so yeah so I I also think like, it's just what your goal is yeah that's true like that has so much to do with a lot of things like oh because at, at work we have to communicate to a community and let them know what's what's happening mm-hmm. uh, what God has been doing not just in our lives but what God can do in their life uh, we need to literally give them the word and then uh, honestly, 17 million other things. And because that's also what our goal is, it's so easy to be consistent. It's never like, ah, oh, dude, we have to post today. It's more so like, dang, what do we say today? Like yeah. at this point, we have so much to say. But then on my own personal page, sometimes I get so caught up in it. I'm like, I don't feel like posting. And for the last probably two, three months, I have not been in the mood to post. And to be honest, I'm okay with that. And yeah. whenever I make something, it just works. And like, I'm totally okay with, uh, having one post a month, but then that one post a month does like 40K. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take a little break. I'm cool for a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I would say too, and it, what's this, where the conversations has kind of bubbled up for me is uh, you want to, you don't want to create systems and uh, goals for yourself that suck the life out of the thing for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Part of the sustainability is like, yes, I need the money to work or the, you know, passion, whatever the thing to work, but I also need to have that grit to keep showing up regardless of the pace, regardless of the platform. And we, I feel like we're talking all about social mostly right, right so far in this conversation, sure. but um, just in terms of the effort you're putting into the thing, like there's just something to be said for don't get off the bike. Like you've got to keep pedaling, keep going because so many times I've seen, uh, you know, I didn't know where I was ge- like exactly where I was going. Like I couldn't see around the bend, but if I mm. stopped at, you know, 
like step 600 when I needed to get to step 700 to go, oh, like we're pivoting to mostly logos now. Because, you know, day one, I was thinking, how am I going to feed my family doing $200 sermon series for youth groups? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but this is the next step I know to take. Let Mm -hmm. me go do this thing. Um, And I love like what kept me sustained through that was I love the people. I love like what I'm getting to do. I love the work. And so there is still that, um, you know, the the destination is worth what I'm go what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. That like there is joy as you're walking through it. Um, but if you are waiting for that finish line or that payoff at any step along the way, like I think you're going to be disappointed and frustrated and potentially like push put put unrealistic pressure on specific little moments. Like you can do so much in a decade. And people overestimate how much they can do in a week or in a month. And like, mm-hmm. if you just chip away little by little, like you can, you can do some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Josh, Josh is pretty I, cool. I, I like this guy. <laughs> wow. You've been saying everything that's been on my mind for like the last couple of weeks in cool. just probably 45 seconds. Um, but pause, time out for like three seconds. Okay. <laughs> Who are you doing two hundred dollars sermon series for a youth ministries? That that's like one graphic. It it, mm-hmm. it was uh, that was the that was how Bright Cole started. Is that I don't know anybody here. Day zero, we've got no clients. I don't even know if the business model works. Like it, you yeah. know, smart people were telling me like Josh, this this I don't think it's going to work, right? And so I said, hey, I'm going to test it out, and I would rather be too busy. And have something to do because like what that allowed me to do is have conversations with people and get in the door and like practice doing the work in a way that if I had said my rate is 900 and I'm not talking to anybody for less than that. Like I would have I would have I would have I would have blown up in the hangar like it would not have survived. Yeah, Um, I'm learning so much about communication and like because like who didn't start there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I was like, yeah, I'll do a video for like 75 bucks. And I was like, what am I? I need to do a hundred of those to make enough to like be comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I was talking to a, a potential client yesterday and I was like, hey, you're going to need these things. And have you thought about this? And oh, when you put these together, this is what this looks like. But my rate for all that together is this, 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 this and this. And the yeah. way that like I said it, I was like, dang it. I would I would purchase that, but in the in the, at the end of the day, I was like, I just secured a bag. Like that's yeah. wow, I like that. That's that's how that's <laughs> the, the sales machine working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Josh in the comments has a fantastic question, or not question, but kind of like note here that I would love for us to give an example, maybe from our lives. Yeah, uh, using systems is a really great muscle to be worked. Uh, but it has to be a tool to serve you, not the other way around. Like it, you mm-hmm. can't be beholden to this this thing that's supposed to be helping you. And I think that's a fantastic um, kind of way of looking at at systems. Because I mean, actually, you know, I've, I've talked. I end up talking about systems on like three quarters of these uh, these calls we do. Yeah. Um, but ha- like maybe there's an example in your life, like you're talking about, where uh, you know you either worked into a system that's doing really well for you or you're like you you set and i think new year's resolutions are a prime example of this for people yeah where they're like oh i actually thought i wanted this i don't want this that much and getting there also is awful yeah for sure um well i mean i guess since we're talking about the social media thing like 
for me, like, and I've talked about this in the past, like a system that I created a couple of years ago is I like, you know, my husband and I talked about it and I was like, I want to be really consistent as far as posting on social media so I can kind of get my art out there and, uh, you know, get my name out there. So for, I think it was like two and a half years every day I created something new. Um, mm. and so that was like kind of a system it was, but it's a system, but it was also kind of like, you know, free flowing in that I didn't know what I was going to create that day. I just would create and post it no matter what every do that every single day. And so I guess that was kind of a system that worked, but then also in doing that, it also became kind of like, you know, Josh said, it almost became like a master in a sense where I felt like Mm. if I didn't do it, I was going to let like myself down. Like nobody Mm -hmm. cared if I did it or not. But like, for me, it was almost like, I felt like a conviction to do it, which like, I don't know. Now looking back on it, I'm like, there, there shouldn't have even been that there. I don't know. Like, there's no reason for me to feel that way over posting on social media. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I could see that. Like when I, when I try to set goals and I try to implement systems, which is, is difficult for me, if I actually do set a system and set like a, you know, plan of, I'm going to do this, this, this every single day. I'm like the kind of person, if I don't do it, then I get super down on myself. Like I'm like, Oh, I let myself down. And then I'm, I'm serving that, you know, as my master mm-hmm. again, in a sense. So that yeah. makes sense. Rube. Yeah. I mean, there's good conviction, bad conviction, right? So mm-hmm. like there's, we're driven by a conviction of some kind, whether that's good or bad. And I think mm-hmm. when Ron, you were talking about feeding the machine, and I think I've I've definitely felt the feeding of the machine, but the feeding of the machine isn't isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's like what the output of that is. So mm. are you feeding the machine for reach or likes? Are you feeding the machine for praise or adoration? Uh, what like what's your reason for feeding the machine? Because the system is built to feed the machine, and if the, if you're feeding the machine for the wrong reason, then the, the system you're you're then serving something that is not necessary. So I think it all comes back to like why are you doing it? It's goal setting, it's purpose driven. Um, and then from there, like the system becomes a tool to help you achieve the purpose. It doesn't become the thing that you serve. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do understand. Like there was a point in 2021 when I, I had set the goal to post every day and do a video on YouTube every week. Mm. And I had that conviction and I did it. I did it the whole year and I got to the end of 2021 and I thought, I'm just going to not do YouTube for a year. Oh, and wow. I just kind of didn't set the expectation and just left. Well, I, in fact, I didn't like set that as a goal. I just didn't set an expectation that year to do anything. And, and it was really refreshing for me. But I did feel at the end of the year, I was just feeding a machine and I couldn't work out the reason why I was doing it. Um, mm. So I had to take a reset and a refocus. And then like I was able to pick up and realize like, what the reason I was doing it for. So, yeah, that's the ticket right there. That the the why am I doing this? You need to spend time marinating Mm -hmm. in that deciding is this goal worth it like do i care enough about getting to point b that i will go through the steps to get there and that might mean pivoting it might mean your goals are wrong but whatever but there's going to be days basically every week i sit down when i'm thinking about uh budgeting setting up social posts uh doing some of the parts of the business that when i sit down to do it i'm not excited about it but I know that like, Hey, if I don't do this, I don't get to keep doing this fun thing that I love. Yeah. Um, 
And like that's, I think that's where you build your 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 routines, your rhythms, your systems that help you do those things. Based like you work backwards from I want to get here. What's the best way to get here that I know of right now? It is we keep talking about social. It's posting five times a week. Okay. I got to post five times a week. What does that mean in terms of the next 90 days? What's the best way for me to do that? And, um, you know, I think we've all got different levels of intensity with the the systems yeah. here. Like Ruben's spreadsheet thing gives me gas. Uh, and every time I hear talk, hear any talk about a social calendar, I go, I now all the ideas just dried up. Like I can now think of <laughs> wow. nothing to post. Yeah. About, That's right? so yeah. funny because I, when you heard, when you said gas, I was like, yo, I'm gassed. But you've been like, no, no, the other gas. I'm out. That is so funny. I actually, so has anyone ever read the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek? It's like, I, I've, I've, I've seen the TED talk, yeah. but I haven't I've, read it. I've heard oh. it. Re- uh, I've heard I should read it about 60 times. You want to, I'm telling you 61 times because okay. I, I, there's very few books that I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm dead set on reading. That's one of like my top five books. And then also pairing that with um, just really anything that Gary V says, because I think he's a genius, but he coined the whole reverse engineering for me. So if my why is my initiative, because people buy into why you do things, not exactly what it is that you do. So let's just say I was making posts like screw anything like it don't need like whatever. I was only making my posts so that my kids could see it in 10 years. Right. And this is to help them. These are like legitimately graphics and notes that I'm going to send to my kids. They're uh, moments of encouragement for oh, my future seven year old. And it's like, right. That's like that's so cool. Like I'm actually mm-hmm. I might start doing that now. Um <laughs> And, and, but the thing is, people are going to join in on that and say like, yo, wait, I'm not that kid right now, but I need it right now. And now Mm -hmm. there's going to be people that are going to join in on this simply because you're one, your why is strong. And then two, it's actually to help someone. So I think, um, then, uh, I'm not exactly putting my why on a what my why isn't, Hey, I want to make this much money or, Hey, I want to be successful in this area. No, my why is a person. And something that I think we do a lot at TC is we're like, where everything that we're doing is we like have this imaginary person. His name is Stormy. Um, Stormy is a young dude who is like one foot in the world, one foot in church. His grandma prayed for him, but his like his homies want him to do like all the things. And like he loves to wear Jordans. But at the same time, he's like, I just I want to do right. But like, I don't really know how, but I'm just doing what I can. So like everything that I essentially make is for that one person. And mm. uh, and you could even go into that and talk about that's my target audience. But then I, I, I came up with this concept called authentic audience. So if that's my target audience, I'm probably actually going to attract people that are attracted to that person. So like mm. it's usually like the young woman who's like, yo, like I think Stormy's cute. Like I, I'm going to do whatever Stormy's doing because I want to make sure I'm hanging out with Stormy. And now mm. I technically get both of those people. But like. That's and Stormy's my like mom or whoever else he might bring to church or, exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Stormy's That's little cool. brother who looks up to him um, yep. and like Stormy's friends who they're like, yo, you're different. And it's like, I want to know why you're different. The, all those things are like, that's how I kind of like think through everything that I'm making. Like I want to make sure that I'm reaching that specific person and a couple mm-hmm. of other people. I have like different ones, like there's different age demographics, there's different like life demographics, but that's mm-hmm. just one of them that comes to mind. But like if I, not if, what we what we have done in so many different ways, and we've said it multiple times, like it's not about like 
reaching and getting a hundred thousand people saved. Like that's so cool. But like, no, no, no. Like it's for that one person. It, it's yeah. biblical. Um, and it just makes so much sense. And then like, once that person gets to where you you're believing for, let's, let's get to another person. And that mm-hmm. strong why I think will carry you and also keeps your motives pure when it comes to everything that it is that, that yeah. you're doing. I love that. Sorry. I'm going to, I know Josh, it's your turn, but I love mm-hmm. that. I think that's awesome. Like, and that like, and I, I think I've, I've done that. I've had a stormy, but like without planning it, like secretly, cause I like, I know my target audience who I, when I create art in general, like when I, cause I, you know, obviously I have my freelance clients that's separate, but since I'm, we're kind of talking through social, like when I create something on social, my goal is to inspire people, but mm-hmm. my target or my stormy, I guess would be like females you know, a little bit younger than me around my age, grew up kind of like millennia, you know, millennia, millennial, millennial, uh, millennials, <laughs> you know, millennials, um, around my age, but to encourage, you know, I don't know, I guess my target audience would be females. And I never really thought about that, but that's interesting that you have like a specific target person in mind, but then mm-hmm. also those people that branch off from them. Cause it makes total sense. I've just never yeah. like created that system. In a yeah. sense, you know, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And like you can create an entire, un- like I, my brain is buzzing, but you can create an entire universe around that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, okay, so now it's like, this is for that person, but I want to be intentional throughout. So I want to think about that person. And like, when we talk about prayer, it's like, and you could say things like the prayer that your grandmother said over your life, or like, that's gives such you a, a framing. Detail, yeah. It gives you so much framing into mm-hmm. how to communicate to a specific person. If you just understand that person's life and what it is that like happened to them, yeah. and then you can like dive into psychological things. It's like, this is like, this is the part I think is so fun because I love creating almost like atmospheres and universes for someone to step into when it comes mm. to social or even like, I want yeah. to so bad for our church to feel like a museum because like whenever I go to a museum, I feel like I'm in a different world hmm. Um, hmm. and so on and so forth. Interesting. That's cool. cool. All right. This, this reminded me, I feel like it's a nice, uh, nice, nice culmination of the things we talked about here. So, uh, Ashley, I have been feeling the weight, and I, I, I wanted this. I want this conversation to extend beyond social, but I keep bringing it back here uh, because <laughs> that's one of the things on my list. Like I haven't, I did similar to you, Ruben, and I didn't post for like two or three weeks. Man, it feels great, and now we're back. We're back in the saddle. I need to be posting. I know that all the smart people are saying, "Dog, your carousel pictures of you posting." Uh, you know, lots of logos is, is going the way of the Buffalo. Like you're, you're not going to be able to keep doing that mm. and expect the same results. I know that I still have to stay in the conversation. I still got to keep doing stuff. Um, and so I'm thinking like, okay, I need to be thinking about vertical videos. What does that look like for me? And I'm not excited about a lot of the things that I am seeing out in the world. Um, and so like, I've, that's literally what I've been mulling over is like, okay, we got to switch our three carousels a week to three reels a week. Mm. Ashley's shtick is great. Like I can't do those. Like the, the, the stuff, like your sauce is your thing. Like what does that version look like for Josh? And something bubbled up over the Christmas break. My mom said, I love this logo you did. I don't understand most of what you, you post and like what you're doing, but I love this one. I understand. And I thought about 
what if like I've been writing emails. So I send like a newsletter out and like post like as if I'm writing to my avatar, Ron, like it's usually a, a, a next gen pastor or a creative director at a church. Like that's who I'm mm. writing for. Sure. And I thought, would it be fun for me to have basically for 2023, a new series called I made this mom. And it's me, <laughs> baby boy, bright Cole, showing mom, mom, look what I made. And I'm so excited. Like, let me yeah. break it down for you. This is why this matters as a non-designer, as a non-logo yeah. person or somebody that, and a lot of times it's not, you know, not, not that you're not creative or whatever, but you're just yeah. not in the room talking about why the squirrel matters in the logo. You're just like, <clears throat> that feels like a random choice. But if yeah. you like walk through the brand process, you're like, oh, this is why they did that. And now I love it. Right. And I think that couching those conversations this way will, um, you know, allow me to kind of like tell the story of how a brand came about in a fun yeah. way rather than just being like the the thing I was about to do, which is um, here's a logo I made. We picked red because of God's blood and we love <laughs> uh, this stuff. And there's a cross hidden in here. The right? blood <laughs> of Jesus. Right. Like it, it just like I was not excited about doing that. And so I knew that walking into it. This is going to be a drag. I'm going to quit after three weeks. Um, I need a better plan. I need a thing I am excited about, a spark, a destination that is like worth taking maybe an extra two hours to set up the video gear and and go do it that way. Yeah. Can I can I like I so wow. I have a case study. <laughs> okay. Um I have uh an actual like physical like a social example and then also uh, a couple ways that you can do this systematically so that you don't so bring excited. yourself out. I'm so um, excited. So I'm going to give you the case study first. Do you know who the guy who made gold, is it Golden Hour? Um, or Jake Golden is Eye? his name? Oh, never mind. Go- <laughs> uh, Golden Eye. Not Golden Eye. Double O seven. That's old. That's game. old. That's, I thought you were talking there's, about a video game. Oh, are a you dude. talking about like in photography, like the Golden well, Hour? No, like he, no, no, no. There's a guy. He like is a pianist and he's a musician. We all need to shut up and let Ron. His name is elegant. Jake, right? The A is a V. Jake Piano yeah. Man. Jake Pan, he's so talented. And he actually, I was watching a video on this either last night or the night before. So he made the song called Golden Hour. And what he does is he actually shows, he involves other people into the video. So it's not just like, he's like, he's not just saying, hey, I, I made this song and I really want you to listen to it. He's like, no, no, no. This is my art teacher from 20 years ago or my piano teacher from 20 years ago. And I'm showing her the song that I made for the very first time. I've and seen I want it. You to watch. I know what it's, you're talking it about. went like triple platinum, uber mm-hmm. viral. And he was playing her this song and we're like, oh my God, I love this so much. You see her crying. You're like, oh, Whoa. I can't believe this is happening. Like, it's so beautiful. And the world, lo- we ate it up. And I, I listen to this song all the time. So that's the case study, right? What he did was he involved someone who is endearing to him Right. And involve them into the process and saying, hey, we're doing this together and I want you to experience this all. And more so it's more so about you watching her watch this for the first time. Right. Mm. That's essentially you doing this with your mom. But the thing is, she doesn't have to be there. Mm -hmm. That's my thing is my mom is like if I'm like, mom, I've got a great idea. I want you on camera with me for the Mm -hmm. next 52 weeks. She's going to be like, hell no. Like, I love you, (laughs) but I'm not getting on screen. I don't have time for this. And I don't like, no. You got to trick her into it. You got to turn the camera around. She can't see nothing. You just got to get the. It's like, I want a pure reaction. But the answer to that problem, I believe, is um, teaching people. So essentially everyone, oh, this is going to sound weird. 
everyone is mom. So like the person that's watching, they are mom. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what this is. So now what I'm doing is I'm showing you how to do it and you do it via trends or not trends, but like a trending sound, Mm -hmm. but you, you base it off of the cuts and not what's actually being done. So like, you can say like, Hey, I'm working on this project and I don't actually necessarily know how to do this. And then you're the answer to the problem. Bright Cole comes up Mm -hmm. and is like, wait, you're doing this wrong. Like, did you know that there's an easier way to do this? No, I, I had no idea. Oh, bet. I'm just going to show you. And then the next clip in the song is super quick. And you're just like doing a, a faster version of it. And then you just put the the description of what you just did in the video. That's That could easily be a 20 second video. It's going to take mm. a little bit longer than 20 seconds to make. But like now you're utilizing that's, that the is the pain sound. of video. Yes. Um, I That's like majority of what I do. It's terrible. Um, and then you like put it all in the cuts and it's usually a sound that's already bumping. So people are, are stoked to listen to it. Sure. They're watching you teach them. And I walk away with information that I didn't know before. So like Interesting. still, still the same series, right? Uh, it's all in your wheelhouse. The only thing is you just have to figure out how to get yours. Like it's so simple that you're, all you're doing is saying you can use the same video templates, which is, mm. You can use the same, like you working on something and the computer is different. Run Mm -hmm. the same play. You're wearing a different outfit. You're like, yo, bro, I can teach you how to do this. Boom, boom, boom. And you can run that for the entire year. And then you can actually post the graphic that you made. And now that's another post that you didn't have to work for. Um, And then you can also do another carousel of how you actually did it step by step. And then that could be a carousel. Now you have three different posts from the same thing. Yeah. I love that. Wow. I think we should start a new weekly podcast where we just (laughs) give all our ideas to Ron. No, for real. I'm telling us how to do it. Yeah. How do I make this better, Ron? I'm learning learning a lot here. Yeah. I'm all about, I'm all about like pulling content out of something. Like literally my job at TC, like one of my jobs at TC is to watch the sermon and see how I can pull like 50 different pieces of content out of it. Mm -hmm. And then, but like, and now I do that for other people and they pay me mad money to just watch their sermon and be like, oh, you, you can make this as a graphic. You can do this as a, uh, a sermon clip. And then, oh, like this could be a tweet, like yada, yada. And like, I'll give you 10, 15 pieces of content and they're good. Yeah, That feels okay. like every videographer needs to, or editor needs to be like, that's your new side hustle is learn mm-hmm. how to be a picker or cutter or whatever mm. uh, the, the term is. Cause I feel like everybody has the like, here's 45 minutes of my speech or here's like, and especially in the, in the church context, like, Hey, like we, we have a sermon. How do you like turn this into a bunch of, of usable elements? hundred um, percent. That's, that is the job of the future. I don't care if the robots doing the actual editing or not. Like you, you saying this time marker to this, this time marker. That's the, that's the sauce. Hey, you, you mentioned something in there that I, how do you pick your tracks for uh, your reels? Because I know that there's accounts that are like, this one's going to blow up. And like, those are like, follow me for more tips like i don't want to do that and also yeah. like anytime i try and search like okay i got a reel i want to do a song like it's it's recommending all these songs to me that sound like stuff that i like that have 200 uh listens. yeah yeah and so like, how do you like lean into the trends with your audio so a lot of it is just paying attention so like okay if you're on tiktok at all and you've seen the tiktok two to three times it's probably trending um, okay and it, it won't take long for you to notice that you're like I've heard that before. Or your your brain, oh my gosh, your brain knows what's trending because somehow, some type of way, all of us are connected. That's why I said that Golden Hour song and Ash, you were like, oh, I know it. Yeah, Even I know that was that. older, like it's the same concept. 
if, mm-hmm. if it clicks in your brain, you're like, oh, that sounds like my, I get it. It's probably going to trend, but you kind of have to watch it. So then mm-hmm. this is the trend watch part. Look on TikTok. If it's like about 10,000 uses, that's a, that's, it's moving. And then you check it the next day and it's at 17 or 24 or 56. That means that you low key missed your mark because that means mm. thousands of people are utilizing this trend and you should mm. have been the person at 10,001 yeah. so that those 34,000 people that were kind of basing their next video off of what it is that you made, you could have been that person. But then oh, it takes about two weeks for that to transfer over to Instagram. Um, and the, the nuance in how people think on Instagram is so different. But um, how you know something is trending on Instagram, usually it'll have that upward arrow, right? So you'll, I, I'm not even going to mess with nothing that don't have an upward arrow. Um, okay. And then you click that sound. And uh, if it's got less than 500, just, just hold on to it. Just like wait for it. See if it's going to do something later. But if it's at like 1,000 to 5,000, then it's probably going to do pretty well because hmm. Instagram saying that this in comparison to the all the amount of users that are using Instagram, this is a nice little chunk. So if you use this, we'll boost you. So if it's anywhere between like there and an even 10,000, that's like a really good sound to use. But if it's in the 300,000, if it's at like, if it's up there, it'll probably get lost in the sauce. Mm. But you want to, you want to get in there before it Catch goes them on crazy. the rise. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that's really what it is. Like a trend is just you riding the wave. It's not yeah. selling out. I've always it's, been bad at that. Always, and then all you of see life. people like make a video eight months later to a trend that was like last year. And you're like, you had eight months to find a new one. Like just yeah. click the real button, yeah. scroll up five times and you'll see something. So um, that was see, the, probably- thing I, the thing I struggle with when I'm doing reels. Like, cause I mean, like ones that do really, not really well. I mean, none of mine do like really well, but I'm saying for me, the ones that do better are usually when I do like a time-lapse of me creating a design, like those Mm -hmm. usually do pretty well or the ones that I've noticed or maybe not even noticed, but let me ask you this, Ron, like ones that I I struggle with doing the trend, like doing exactly what, like, so like I'll see, I don't know. I can't think of one, but where like there's a prompt and like, it's like post this and do like point, point, point. And like, like, I hate that kind of stuff. I like, creating new things but then i know sometimes that doesn't work but also i really enjoy doing like the voiceovers but i don't know if those are stupid now like is that like old like is that an old person thing because i feel like i always see like women like older women doing that is that stupid <laughs> girly pop <laughs> let me tell you right now nobody talks on instagram anymore <laughs> voiceovers vlogs uh like you sitting in the car and having a conversation all that is in 2023 is the year that that's going to pop I've been looking at certain people on TikTok and Instagram and all their videos are them in the car talking. First of all, what are you talking about that that's important? Like, I want to know what's happening in your life that makes your life so important that you just sat in the car and complained about whatever happened and 100,000 people decided to listen. So that is is the year for that. Those people who are just like bounce of... Of, of thoughts. Maybe I like, said it wrong because I, I don't do that. I don't sit and okay. talk to like my camera. Like I'll do that on stories like very rarely. No, the uh-huh. ones I'm talking about is when it's like audio and like yeah, you're voicing, that like works you're too. like like doing like a movie, like something I don't know. I'm like weirdly then. obsessed like, with I love them. them. I like will sit and listen to the whole thing. I'm not okay. even you. Okay, well like, that's good to know because I didn't yeah. know if that's kind of like moving its way out. So if I should stop doing that. <laughs> I want to say to everyone like if you're watching this video this is not the year to like, to think that's lame. Like I've been talking to a couple of friends and they're like, oh, that gives me the ache. And like, that's lame. 
First of all, it's not icky when you out here with 500,000 followers on Instagram and that's actually paying more than the bills and you can pay other people's bills and it's changed your life and your friend's life. And you actually now have influence and whenever something, whenever God gives you something, you can actually yeah. impart that into other people. I This is the year I don't give a rip about an ick. I'm going to go all out. Rip about an ick. Everything. Because... Like I, this is, that's exactly what happened to me. 2020, I started on TikTok and I was having so much fun. Oh my gosh. I would go home and make like five or six TikToks. I learned all the dances. I was like understanding the algorithm. Like almost every video I did, did like at least 50,000. It was so fun. Like I would, it was just fun. Wild. And my, this is so dumb, but like my whole church made fun of me. Like everyone on staff was like, <laughs> it's TikTok Ron. And I was like, <laughs> TikTok Ron. And they were just like, hit Ron. <laughs> and I was like, bro, that's not what's happening. Like, I'm like, I just got like <laughs> mad jobs. I just got like mad, like, this is what's happening. And I was so bummed, but they made fun of me so much that I stopped making TikToks. Oh. And, and man, that what happened in the back of my mind is this is embarrassing and they're going to keep talking about it. But the thing was, I would go other places around the country and they're like, yo, I saw your TikTok and it was so inspiring. Like, and I was like, how is it? How, how is Timmy in <laughs> Nagatuck talking about how this is inspiring him? But all my homies at work are like, yeah. And I'm, like, I'm not even, I haven't even done that dance. No respect to your hometown. <laughs> no respect. Hey, it's hey, just here's, Nazareth. Here's right? a fun, here's a fun one for you guys. Uh, I live in a medium-sized town, and there's five, maybe six big churches here. When I say big, like it's it's not mega church size, even like a couple thousand members. I have been hired and fired by all of these churches. I've been fired by every church in the area. I've not done any logos <laughs> for any of these churches. They're uh, like they you just get no love in the hometown. Mm. Wow, that's encouraging. Yeah, I told somebody that on a, on a call the other day, and and they were like, wait, is this the guy we hired? Everybody that knows him really well fired him. I was like, I need to keep that story on lock and stop um, using it. But here it is yeah. again. You're welcome, guys. It's now part of your testimony. Every time you go like speak anywhere, I got hired and fired at every church in my city, but I'm here now. <laughs> that's funny. But God, that's great. But God. Um, no, that's all right. So I have another technical question here. Uh, if we're thinking vertical video is the sauce for 2023, um, I've also been like strictly Instagram and it gives me gas saying like, oh God, like, and when I say gas, I don't mean like it's cool as hype. I mean, like it makes me feel the farts. Like I'm unhappy. Where are you Um, from? (laughs) (laughs) There's there's an 86 year old man living in this body. That's the guy from up. That's you. He's living in right now. (laughs) Curmudgeon. All right. So I'm I'm just sitting here thinking like, all right, making the the interesting video is, is step one. Like good job achievement. You did that. Now you're telling me I need to go re-edit and upload it on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Like I want to like have my one thing and just, all right, go. Go do it. I will barely spend the time to go post it to all the other places because I don't want to spread myself too thin. Like that consistency, sustainability thing. I don't want to come out of the gate posting to four platforms and I quit again week three because 
like it, it's a lot, man. We're all trying to do a real job outside of telling people we do a real job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be let's be real. Like like at the beginning of the show, you guys said you guys are so old. I mean, I'm 36. Like I'm That's I'm older than you guys. And no. like to be honest, like I sometimes I feel like I'm start I'm like I'm getting too old to like be on social media all the time. Like I'm like I'm a mother of 3. Like I don't want to like have to constantly be creating all this stuff, and I don't want. I to made three kids. Me. You want me to make reels yeah, now? What me to do? Um, <laughs> That's you know, a valid like, point. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, I I made a TikTok, but I have no desire to go on there to check it. To like, I don't want to. I don't want to have to build another platform. Yeah. app. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, the I've, worst. I, we've done that it. MySpace is done. Like, we built it. We built the Facebooks. We built the Instagrams. Like, I don't want to do another one. Like, I'm just like, I'm kind of over it. Like. I'm resident millennials have been through four different big platforms. Yeah, and like, we're like, I'm tired. Can I Tumblr. get off yet? <laughs> don't Tumblr. forget Tumblr. I was never involved in the Tumblr community. I don't, oh, wow. I just, I don't, I wasn't a Tumblr girl. I don't know, but I don't know. But Ash, can I ask mean, you a question? What do I do? Yes, go ahead. Um, where, where do you spend most of your time? Like on social? Where's, where do you enjoy? Instagram for sure. Instagram. What about mm-hmm. Pinterest? Do you like Pinterest? Oh, I love Pinterest. That's another one I'm trying to. And it's funny you say that. I literally yesterday, I just got my shop finally working on Pinterest. And this has took me no joke years. Like I have, I have not been able to figure you it out. And I got it done yesterday. So I'm super. You excited. really are perfect for that. Yeah. And, I, I was no, just, yeah. and yeah. they make the most money. My, well, my sure. reason on Pinterest is far like way greater than Instagram. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't do anything on Pinterest other than just post what I post on Instagram. Like I just repost it, but I, that's what I want to learn how to do is be a Pinterest. Well, I feel like I mean, that might be a good one for you to explore in 20, like this year's like, yeah. All right. What does it look like if I cut my time in half on Instagram and instead like really double down on Pinterest? Like I yeah. make the fun videos that I want to make. I don't care if they're as, as efficient or like volatile as possible, but then like I, I'm really getting strategic on Pinterest and turning that into a, either a sales funnel or like lead gen for projects. Like, cause you yeah. now you have physical products. You could put a cute thing on, on Pinterest and like, Hey, buy the thing. Like they love that. Like Pinterest is all about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just Ron, I'm sure you've got, I'm sure you've got a lot of insight into this, but I guess just from my perspective, um, the, I, I think like I could have gone into TikTok and I, and I think there was a point where I was seriously debating it. Then I was like, I don't, I don't have TikTok downloaded. I don't spend time on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. I would be learning TikTok specifically mm-hmm. to make TikToks. Like, I, yeah. I don't spend my time there. So I'm already disconnected from the audience in a certain mm-hmm. respect because I'm not a TikToker. Like, I don't spend my time on there. But I do spend a lot of my time on Instagram. So I kind of doubled down on that. And I spent a lot of time on YouTube. And so I spent a lot of time on that. Mm-hmm. And Pinterest is an area that I'm definitely interested in as well because I, I spend a lot of time there as a designer. Uh, there's different audiences on different things, but I think if you're passionate about what you're on or you spend a lot of time, you kind of know how it works and you're able to then take your content and, and fit it in with something you already understand. Yeah. And I think like you're talking about like wanting to, if, you, if you're if you not necessarily wanting to learn a whole new platform, I don't think you need to. I think you just just do like the, the things you enjoy. Yeah. And I think you'll have far more success posting something you enjoy and doing it out of a, a joyful place and, and something that gives you life. Yep as opposed yeah. to trying to force it on, to, on another platform. Because yeah. I I think you'll actually have less traction on a platform that's, let's say for TikTok's taking off, right? If you post on TikTok and you don't enjoy it, I don't think you'll find the traction there. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you can sense. see you can see that when something's forced, mm-hmm. but wrong. Or I when something got, was I made for something was made for a different platform, and then it like you see it's all like been pumped through Hootsuite yeah. or yeah. some other system, and you're like, this does not play well on Twitter. Like this is a link to an image, and the the yeah. the URL is Instagram. Like like if Twitter is what you're trying to grow, and you're like feeding things through that other thing, and you're not a Twitter user, you like you're saying, Ruben. Not only are you going to run out of the desire to do that, but you're just not going to play that game well. Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, I uh, heard about a, um, a website that if you put something on Google Drive, you can set it up to post everywhere. Wow. Um, I forgot what it is. This is a use, useless part of the conversation. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say anything. I have a magic wand, but I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I will, if you contact me afterwards, you give me some time, I will figure it out for you. But um, I literally found it just scrolling on TikTok. And they're like, are you tired of posting everywhere? Is this annoying? And I was like, yes, that's yeah. me. I'm, t- I'm sick and tired of being sick. And t- How did they know? It's a for you page. <laughs> Um, and there is a, uh, an automated, uh, thing in my Bob where it'll take something from Google and also you just write some notes and it will post to every platform that you have connected to it. And it can also write a blog, which I think is crazy. Um, but you can do all those things based on one post. Have I used it? No, I feel like I have a really solid system so far. <laughs> the untested magic wand. I love the it. Untested magic wand. <laughs> that we can't find. And, I, and this, man, I love that concept. I trust TikTok with my life at this point. If multiple people say it on TikTok, I'm good. I don't even have to. Like, I'm, a, I'm about to buy. These are not my AirPod Maxes. I found, I found someone on TikTok saying that they bought AirPod Maxes via, like, DHgate on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And... Every single comment was like, I have these. They're amazing. Like, and I like checked it. Like, they're like real people. And I'm like, oh, I'm buying them because these are four or $500 on DSK. Yeah. They're 170 And I'm like, wait, if this is a real live, real world, real world test. I'm just going to go ahead and buy these fake AirPod Maxes. And be like, <laughs> if people like the fakes, hey, yeah. roll with it, baby. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I do, I, for everybody listening here, as we're kind of, uh, Wrapping up the, the scheduled programming here for today, I do want you to be thinking about as you're processing your goals and the things that you're trying to achieve. We've 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 talked a lot about social, but there's other things that you may want to do or like mountains you're staring down. And you're like, mm. I want to make progress on this. I wish I could play piano or for, in my case, I wish I could do hand lettering. This is something I said a few years ago. And like you literally you can get there and like you just figure out you're going to you may not know all the steps along the way, but finding something that you love enough to get through the days when you're not feeling it or to get through the the stages of growing in a new skill, maybe where you're like, I suck at this and it is uncomfortable and unpleasant. I just spent 45 minutes and I don't like the thing I'm looking at. Like if you if you find stuff that is worth getting to the other side and then you build some systems around it. There's, there's it, the system matters a lot less than like you sticking with it. And mm-hmm. I think uh, everybody here has had some great notes on this one. Um, oh, Jelly Smack is something that Matthew Gillespie has mentioned uh, for video redistribution. Hmm. That is an interesting one. We might have to check Jelly out here. Smack. But Matthew, uh, what I, I appreciate want- you and your entire ministry. <laughs> Jelly Smack. 
content creator for amplification somethings share screen bing bong bing bong (laughs) i got the right one here Ooh, nice animation yeah look at this for creators for media companies for brands it's giving fantastic wow this is giving creative 24 vibes Mm-hmm. It yeah, is giving twenty four vibes. Yeah. yeah, I see that. Oh, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, Grandpa needs something to read. <laughs> wait, can we? Can we wait, just wait, try take it, it to the next know. level? What did it say? Uh, I'm gonna do get in touch. Jelly Smack helps you. I have to communities and maximize there. Oh, all right. Word to the wise, cre- guys. This is web design one hundred and one. They have they have made a a interesting dynamic website. I don't know what the heck to do. I barely know what you do, and I don't know oh. what my next step is. Click, they have failed creators. on the fundamental. You're looking for an about page, aren't you? I, I'm looking for a free trial. Download the app. Do the thing. See the video. How it works. Here's pricing. Like the like. What is my next step? I want to do your thing, oh. and they can't tell me that. Creator program. Creator? Get the most out of get your videos. Started. Get started. I'm, I've read a lot and I clicked four things to get here. And oh, now that's I've got so much. I don't no, have I accomplished nothing. Go there isn't a mouthless page though. Now, am I going <laughs> to do like look at this more and is it the secret sauce? Probably. But from a web experience, which this segment has turned into, that they got zero stars. They got two, Does two it scale, out of five though? stars. Does it scale? Does it scale? Does it scale? <laughs> Come on, does it scale? Let's check. It's got to, man. It's 2023, baby. Yeah, Everything scales. I remember, okay. y'all. This is you want to talk about dusty old fart grandpa Josh over here. <laughs> I I remember when we would have meetings with clients, and I would show them pictures and say, "This is what a responsive website is. See, it's big, and then it gets little because people use their phones to look at your website." We were walking clients through this because wow. that was news at the time. That was, that was a feature. Wow. That was a feature you had to sell people on. I was like, hey, you need to think about what your website looks think, on a phone. I can think about mobile. Exactly. That was many moons ago. All right, Matthews, bro, we are not coming for your life. Um, I was, I was really <laughs> into this thing for fun. And thank you for contributing. We're gonna, we're gonna. I am gonna take a look at it, and it could be a fantastic tool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, Ash, we missed one of our our intro segments, so we're gonna bring it up now. Uh, we got how it's made is another segment that we have introduced so, in season I will want to say with Ron's, I, I, it wasn't necessarily a piece of art, but it is something he posted that I thought would be interesting to talk about because I mm-hmm. thought it was really cool. So I don't know. Please if tell me it's the Spider-Man mask because I need to know no, why. No, that is cool. We can do that instead. <laughs> He's got it. He's got to get He's it. Gonna get it. I, was, I wasn't sure how committed you are to the. I have my red one in the car, but this is my black one. <laughs> and like, it's like... Do you have the full costume? No, no, no. I'm not that dedicated. I love Spider-Man, okay. though. But like, because I was gonna say, my kids like if you like made a video wearing the costume, like my kids would poop their pants. Like they would I, be so excited. I'm ready for parties. Like hire me for parties, girly. Like, I love that. No, legitimately, here in Albuquerque, there is a YouTuber that buys um, legitimate Spider-Man costumes, like from the uh-huh. movies, and he does parties and he does like 
you know, he films himself on the buildings and stuff. And I, I was like, that'd be so cool to hire him for one Why of the Why am I so hyped right now? That's crazy. So I'm going to cool. put on the mask. I'm just going to, I saw, do it. So, so Ash, I saw like the wish.com version of what you just described <laughs> walking down Washington road the other day. And he, he had like, like the kind that you buy for six-year-olds where it's got like the yeah, Velcro the in the stretch. back. That's yeah. what he was wearing. It was like those, those little stretchy suits and he's yeah. carrying some groceries fully like masked up, just walking down the street. Uh, he does not have the textured, cool, yeah, uh, like legit version that Ron's got here. See, that's what Ron, Ron, you need the whole outfit. So then you can like literally mm-hmm. start doing appearances there in Tulsa and you get paid buco bucks for birthday parties because yeah. kids will freak out. <laughs> Ron's new side hustle is Spider-Man. <laughs> For real. Ash, did you have a, a post that you wanted to hit yeah. here? Well, the, it go up. Spider-Man join us. No, 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 it was the one I did is right there in the middle where he's leaning on his Tesla. All right. But like, but I don't know if that's a, a, a not a good one to pick because it's not really art, but I just thought it was cool because he's talking about he got his Tesla. So I thought we could talk about it. I love that. Yeah. You want to unpack this one for us, Ron? What's happening here? You're muted, dog. <laughs> I was like, you can't muted. Mask. <laughs> I was going. Um, so this is actually uh, a whole story with myself. So this is my new car. I just got this like a month ago. Um, wow, this is I'm so dedicated. You I'm so muffled right now. It's it's funny. No, I love it for the podcast <laughs> listeners. Uh, he is currently and wearing a mask. I'm wearing a full on Spider Man mask. I'll I'll project. You know, I'll talk a little bit louder. Okay, That's good. So, I just got this car like a month and a half ago. And um, the story goes like when I was like 20 or something like that, I went to counseling and my counselor was like, hey, bro, like, what's your favorite car? And I was like, that's a weird question to ask during counseling, sir. Yeah. And um, by the end of the counseling session, he was like, Ron, you are the Tesla. And I just randomly picked a car. I'm not going to do this. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) It almost sounds like he's at the dentist and he has like those cotton things in his mouth. (sighs) You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I do. I get you. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay. So he told me he was like, You're the Tesla. And I was like, that's kinda that's kind of crazy. So I folded up the paper, put it in my car, didn't think about it. Years later, my friend is like, Hey, I need you to take my pictures for my uh engagement. I was like, Okay, cool. He flies me to Canada. We take pictures in Canada and he takes pictures on this thing called Starling Vineyard. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, wait, like that's that's my last name. Like we he was like, that's, that's why. And then we were driving back home in his Tesla. And the whole time, God's like, bro, you're going to get a Tesla. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy because like, I'm not going to get a Tesla. I'm broke. He's like, no, you're going to get a Tesla. So um, that same week, I go in my trunk and I find the paper from years ago saying that I'm the Tesla. I was like, oh, I'm getting a Tesla. Then I moved to Oklahoma and uh, God was like, it's either get a Tesla or move to Tulsa. And I was like, dang, okay, I'm going to move to Tulsa. Shout out to Jesus. Um, and then we're doing this thing at my church called Crazy Faith Card. So I write on my Crazy Faith Card, I will own a Tesla, right? The next the next day, I was negative in my bank account. So that was that was not fun. But the next week, I got the car. So if you scroll to the next picture. Oh, no, no. In the, oh, yeah. gosh. Hang on, Grandpa. No, no, no. Trying to, the little arrow. There, there, there it is. I know so that. If you scroll to the next picture, that was I got that car the next week. So this is that picture is from twenty twenty one, December of twenty twenty one. Okay. And that one's from twenty twenty two. So that's so I, cool. I, I got the Tesla the next week, right? And in this moment, right before I said this, he gave me the keys, and God said, 
this is not, these are not your keys. You bought this for someone else. And I was like, are you serious, God? Like, is that what's really happening? Oh, shoot. From that day, December 15, 2021, I was looking for someone to give my car to. And um, I found, I found the person I was going to give the car to. um, And in like September, I was like, Hey man, I, I think this is your car. So the next, I think it was the next month or something like that. I ended up giving him the keys to my car and I was like, you don't have to give it back. Like, I'm going to take care of everything, but you need a car. I don't need a car. So you just take this one. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And it just, it hurt my heart so bad, but I knew for the whole year that I was giving the car away. And then um, that November, I ended up like buying another Tesla because I was like, I'm not going to drive not a Tesla. Like, uh, <laughs> You've tasted and seen now. You, you, you drove it around for a year. Seen. You're ready. Uh, so I ended up buying another one, but it took forever to get delivered. So I was carless for like a month. Um, and then, yeah, God just came through and I got I got a new car and then he got his car. We both We both got our cars. And then he told me that he also went to counseling. And in counseling, he found out that like he wanted a Tesla. And I was like, that is so wild that that even happened that way, because that's wow. how I ended up deciding that I wanted So, man, um, that yeah. is crazy. Great Quick question. Story. Good pick, is, actually. Is Elon Musk your therapist? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's doing some good stuff here. <laughs> that's a business. You know what right you need? I, I know <laughs> that's exactly. That's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> exactly what you think uh ash what was our okay, pick for the one hold room? on go go slow which one was it? go down a little bit oh, no down God. you're killing me smalls okay right uh where is it at keep going keep going oh that <laughs> I was just i like right there of peace there will be no end i just like the colors in that one so that's why i picked yeah it. that's wow cool. that's um, a real nice i have color. i have no i have no story the reason i like the reason okay, i sorry you go ahead no, no, I was going to say the reason I picked it is because that first picture, watch, go back to the first one, that looks like New Mexico and the the actual sky and stuff. I don't think it is, but it just reminds me of home. So that's why I like it. Well, I love that it's car. funny you should say that because I was on Unsplash and I looked at that and thought, I'm going to be on this podcast in uh, three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I know that Ash will see this photo and say, this looks like New Mexico. No, yeah. um, <laughs> this, the, I, I don't even know what to say. Unsplash, download the photo, yeah. uh, choose a couple of fonts, choose a color that, that goes nicely. And then I will say, actually, the color variations, um, I tend to pull colors from the first image and then do like some oh. kind of with it. Mm. Yeah, scroll, um, scroll through them. Scroll, I think the next one's dark blue, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> okay, um, so if you go back one. Mm-mm. Back. Only forward. Okay. That's how we do things. Uh, yeah, so go to go right. So the, the the color of the text is the color of like the pink sky. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The dark blue is just a nice accent. A little flow to it, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So like it, it kind of they all seem to line up. The the reason why I do variations, just so you know, is actually my wife's Megan, Megan's idea about a year and a half ago. She said, People share your stuff, but they always say like that they would love it if it had something else to it, a different variation. Mm. So I produce yeah. four. And then if I look at my like view story reshares, there's like there's blocks of these different ones that have been shared. Yeah. And so if I wouldn't get those shares if I only did one variation. So that's what I do four. Uh, yeah. How often cool. do you do you guess the winner, like the one that everybody loves? That's a good question. 
Guess the how do you uh, what the like like say like if I'm posting like I, clearly this is the first one you say this is my yeah. favorite I like That's this my one. favorite yeah okay like, so let's take let's take this one here brown and then we'll go to off. view story reshares and then we can kind of have a look at the colors so it's, it will load in a oh, second God. so what will tend to happen is you'll get the first it shares going it crazy but you will see like so the I thought the brown and orange would do well but the brown and orange didn't do very well. It's the like ones that did well was the first image. Okay. So it, it's mm-hmm. strange. It changes all the time. It depends on like, yeah, just the colors and stuff. I I like, I also like that one, but that one didn't seem to do too well either. Yeah. Is that, Ruben, but, do you feel like that, like as far as shareability of your posts has been um, a big part of the growth you've seen on yeah, social? Absolutely. Yeah. When when I first started, I was it was a designer for designers that first year was like, how do I take God's word and, and make it design it in a way that helps people to think differently, inspires yeah. them, but also pushes me creatively. And then the second year, 2021, I really started to see like, okay, this is not just designers seeing this is other people. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, how do I now tweak this for this wider audience that's just showed up? Um, and so that's why I actually I kind of stepped off doing like more design inspiration, like design inspiration yeah. stuff on the main page. And that's mm-hmm. where YouTube comes in because I've sort of ported that audience over to there um, and made that more about tips, tricks, how to resource creative. So that, I haven't like left that audience behind. I've just kind of adapted how things work. That's interesting because that's something that I've wrestled with as far as my social, because um, like I said earlier, when we were talking about um, Ron, remind me again of your uh, what's what's his name? The your target audience guy, Stormy. Uh, when we were talking about nice. Stormy, like um so that's something that I struggle with sometimes with uh, social because sometimes I think when I'm creating something, I'm speaking to creatives, like to other designers, but then also I want to reach people that could be potential clients like overall. And then, but I also want to inspire just like the normal girl or whatever. Yeah. So I guess like, do you, what in your guys' opinion, as far as Instagram because that's my main thing, and maybe even Pinterest a little bit. Like, who, who do you think, if, if my ultimate goal is to gain, like, clients, but also inspire people, who should I be speaking to? Like, should I even be, like, thinking of other designers, like, and posting, like, funny things for them? Or should I not even, like, touch that? You know? Um, so, Ron, do you want to go first, or should I just jump Can you, in? I, uh, you answer, because I want to understand the question differently. Okay, so... I would say that the majority of my clients come through relationships, not through the content that I post. So mm-hmm. they might come through the door by seeing a post that I've made, but then I will, I will build relationships with those people in DMs, right? Yeah. And I, I was talking to someone the other day, actually, and I found that most creative directors are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And because they're 35 plus, they have yeah. a family, and they'll post pictures to their, their kids on Facebook and stuff like that. They're in the creative church groups, Pro Church Media, Creative Church. You're now, right. building a relationship with them is one of the ways that you can find how to, I don't know, or just even, so firstly, I don't do it to to get opportunities. I do it just to build a relationship and find out what's going sure. on. But what yeah. I do find is that once I do I it for opportunities. That's <laughs> more honest than I am. Um, but so, so, for example, uh, Church Media Squad, the guy who heads that up, Mike, um, I've been friends with him on Facebook for years. We don't work yeah. together. Like he hasn't offered me a job or anything, but I have that relationship there. And I'll, he'll he'll send he'll show pictures of the meat he's cooking on Christmas Day, 
and like do I'll, like meat, it. Don't I'll comment like i actually take i'm actually genuinely interested in what these guys are up to because that's where i want to be at some point mm. so i'm yeah. kind of looking at that down the line and seeing how they run a family and do things creatively and yeah so facebook is actually one of the number ones not because of the content i'm posting but the relationships that i'm building instagram is great for that too yeah. um, and i think pinterest will be a great like director for you like it's gonna it's gonna be it's like a funnel it's gonna send people to a certain place but i don't know yeah. about many people that have built relationships through pinterest yeah so i think it is lots of different waiting mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting yeah interesting. Never... interesting sorry oh no you i was gonna say that's interesting what he's saying about the facebook thing i never even like thought i didn't about know that, that either that, but that's that so true because sense. everyone that i have ever met that are, that's doing this in the at the level that i am i met them on facebook first mm. like that's so hilarious. Ruben, I've seen so, your stuff on Facebook. I've seen you communicating in chats on Facebook, but we have connected on Instagram. Um, I have multiple things. Uh, do, 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 first thing is different channels do different things, but they're all about relationships. Like the, mm. it's the thing about social media is it, social, but we just forget to do that part. We just mm-hmm. focus really heavy on the media part. Yeah. But if you post something and 500 people share it, just imagine, right? It's not really about the shares. Everyone probably gets about at least, let's just say on the low end, 100 views on their story, right? If someone shares my story, there's 100 opportunities for that to be shared to a businessman, a yeah. businesswoman, uh, a new client or whatever. So now, what, 100 times 500 is, I'm, is that what, 50,000? That's, or 5,000? I don't know. It's a lot. 50, I'm sure it's 50,000. It's 50,000. Um, so like, I'm, I'm thinking about like, again, for the one, I'll post something for only one set of eyes to see. Like, um, like I, I might repost a, uh, a sermon clip that I've pieced together and made and to another pastor, they're like, yo, I need that. Mm-hmm. But I might not follow that pastor, but my friend might repost it because it, it actually it hits and resonates with them. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, who made that? That it doesn't take that much for them to connect and be like, oh, Ron made this. And then they can say, hey, I need seven TikTok of those. Ronnie meat. made it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then it's so I, I think like I'm not exactly posting with the hopes of that happening, but the more shares, the better, because I know that there's a new audience and a new set of yeah. eyes and a new opportunity for it to reach someone. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Interesting. That's cool. Uh, Ruben, I have a question. Yeah, go for it. Um, do you ever make reels of those? Of, of what? Like, Content that I design? Yeah. The like process the, video. Like not even, you could just do like, there's a, there's a website similar to Unsplash, but specifically for videos that are aesthetic like that. And you could just mm-hmm. steal a video. What that is has that clouds. website? Do you know? I'm, I will, it's in Pexels. my notes. Pexels has videos like that. Yes. Pexels? Okay. Yeah, so and you just I, have um, like water flowing, and you got yeah, a static yeah. graphic laying on top of it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I, I've, I sort of had this. This was last year. I started doing reels, so I do one reel a week. But mm-hmm. the reel isn't edited in Premiere; it's just done on, on a phone, and it's literally yeah. just me setting up the message in a real space and filming that. So how that? So Josh, there's, can there's, you bring one of those up? Because yeah, see, see if you can have like a look. The compu- like the computer one where it like spells, it says kind something. Of. Yeah, yeah. You've been and so, those. thanks. And and that's, I think, I mean, I, I mean, I was mainly inspired by um, we're not really strangers. We're, we're not really right? strangers. That's my biggest. Yeah, I, I, when I started like, seeing when I started seeing your reels like that, Ruben, that 
like I, yours were one of the first ones that I had seen doing that style of video, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is super cool. And now I see that a lot more. Ruben single-handedly, I, I'm not even going to cap. <laughs> you single-handedly brought that into the church world. I'm so serious. No, I, t- I tell you, there was one that brought into the church world and it was this coffee pour that happened probably yeah, over yeah. a year ago. Yes. That. that coffee, yes. we, we shared that on Pro Church Media probably like a year ago. And so, yeah, that kind of thing. It's so like physically, yeah, like an actual video. And then I've got some of my friends commenting there. So that's nice. It's cool. Wait, that so what nice. What if you just took the the any of these, literally any of these, like God make beauty out of chaos yeah. and put that behind a video with the same aesthetic, right? As like the Rocky Road you got over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just have it go for seven seconds. And then, and then like copy, you can have the graphic on your phone, copy and paste it over the video in reels. Is that... And is that a good time to do seven seconds? Because I do those type of reels and I notice those ones don't do very well for my page. Like as far mm-hmm. as a graphic over like a motion background, uh-huh. sometimes they do okay. But is seven seconds like an ideal time? Because I usually do about 15 seconds. Is that too long for that? 15 seconds is too long because you don't like, because it's like, nobody's okay, going like, to sit there and watch it, watch yeah. the right. static graphic. So if you, okay. if you have a lot of words and, a, and the video is a short period of time, like three to four seconds, it's going to sure. take them a long time to read the words anyways. So like gotcha. you get That's three to four views it. just off of that. But oh, like okay. if, if the words faded and it said, God made beauty out of chaos, that right there. And then, and then it went on beat to the song and then you only did four seconds yeah. of the song or seven seconds of the song. I think personally it'll do well, especially if it's a trending song with the right, uh, aesthetic behind it like don't put a hip-hop mm. beat behind that we're not putting mm. hip like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. happening <laughs> but like some like Nova Amor or like uh 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 anything in that like realm like yeah. where yeah. it's like Ba-dun-dun-dun. and you just hear the yeah. piano and it's like and it kind of just it was mm. like ooh, that's moving because this is a moving mm-hmm. thing and like yeah. yeah you couple I'm telling you right now Ruben if you did that it'll it'll definitely do 20k and I'm okay with 20,000 because if you do 20,000 five times that's 100,000 yeah that's a lot i ain't never seen that many people at once so no i i I, it's definitely making me think about content this year um i think the the, one of the reasons why i didn't (laughs) venture into that and i'm excited to get to this but one of the reasons i didn't venture into that last year was Uh because i i every reel i'd seen that had done well had i don't know it's an algorithmic thing Mm -hmm. most of them had been filmed on an iphone and as soon Mm -hmm. as you took it into premiere and exported it in premiere it i don't know if it was just whether i'm just reading this wrong it seemed to not perform as, as well. That's valid. Um, and I think it's that authenticity, like that that real world, like seeing it through a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to work on, I need to work a way to, to to bridge those two, I think. But I'm you're giving me things to think about. I should pay you for your time, Ron. I love this. Just, that's really, really what really making a mark is like free coaching for right. all of us. Yeah. For, for, for me, basically. Like. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, guys, I'm, I'm just grateful to have a conversation because I've admired all of you from afar for the last year and some change. And I remember jumping on a bright coal uh, Instagram live forever ago. And the whole time, and I think Ruben, you were talking uh, with Josh and I was like, I just want to be friends. Like I, <laughs> I just like, can we hang out? Can we? I love that. I also love that. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, that's that's the beauty of this thing. I get I get a lot of value out of it. Like, I get to meet new people. We get to have great conversations and um, learn stuff. And I don't know. There's 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 like six reasons why I do this show. And and I'm glad to hear that you guys as guests are having a lot of those same kind of experiences. But guys, as we're landing the plane today, it's time to 
in the namesake of the show, make a mark together. So we're all going to uh, we're going to start a timer. We're all going to have 60 seconds to doodle the prompt that was given to us in the comments earlier. Uh, we're going to be doing Spider-Man. Uh, oh. And this is going to live in the actual uh, like thumbnail for the episode. So I'm going to ask you okay. guys to to send me your beautiful artworks after we do them. Also, those of you who are watching live, I, I or even if you're you're restreaming later in a in a pretty short order here, go ahead and whip out your sharpie and your eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. And draw nice and fat, because these are going to be like icon-sized little bad boys. How much time uh, you, do we have again? We got 60 seconds. And if you send that to us at hello at brightcold.com, we are going to include them in the cover art. And I love for this to feel like a little community moment that we're having here. Um, if you want to draw Spider-Man doing something, like planning out his social calendar for the year, or riding a bike, or thinking about what moves his heart, uh, you can do that as well. I think we're really driving a Tesla, Spider Man on an iPhone, <laughs> driving a Tesla, <laughs> yeah, wearing a Spider Man mask. I think we're going to be struggling enough just to have bad Spider Man masks in, in the time sixty seconds. Here. Yeah, yeah, I've got to think um, about what it is. So yeah, what is draw fat and ready, set, go. Okay. Do 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 do. Can I just say I just started over Christmas? Oh, which way do his eyes go? Crap. They're, they're like triangular on the out outside. Like this. that's what I'm realizing now. It's like an alien kind of. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at that. No, okay. Laughing as usual at the beautiful artworks that I have created today. In today's episode, he's basketball man. He is not Spider-Man. <laughs> I can't believe I, I only have guys. 60 seconds. Well, that keeps us all honest because some people can actually draw and you can't let them have more time. Like the, the cracks really start widening after somebody has a second to sketch. I, I'm curious if some of our previous guests actually have cheated um, because... Oh, and that's it. Pencils down. No, because I see like kidding. I see some magic sauce that they've put out. Dang it! Mine's like a halfway. I just got eyes, y'all. I just got got eyes. eyes. That's pretty. That's pretty epic, though. What you got, Ash? Let me see halfway. (laughs) It's kind of tough, though. I was working on the web, and I ran out of time. <sighs> yep. All right, Ruben. Show us. I what cheated. You got. I'm sorry, guys. I went for a more. That's so, cool, though. <laughs> and I had to add no, all these exclamation no marks. That is totally not these, fair. Because I didn't. That's, I didn't that's going in the graphic. So there's a spider there. Spider man. Awesome. I love that. See, that's why we do these. Like you never know. Like I went for the pretty on the nose bad rendition of Spider Man. Uh, Ron did the the more cryptic, like just the eyes, which is honestly a better approach because you can pull that off mm-hmm. more quickly and it actually looked nice. And then Ashley started going down the road and actually making something that looked like a Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yes, just shoot me like it can be like an iPhone image or whatever, but uh, just send that stuff yeah. to us so we can include it in the auth works. Um, 
Yeah, guys, this has been fantastic. Thanks again to our hosts. I mean, not our hosts. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. Thanks again. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you to our guests. We'll have links for everybody down in the show notes. Tune in live weekly is on Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern for this presentation on YouTube. And then the podcast drops uh, Tuesday the following week. I'm Guys, so follow us on Instagram at Making a Mark Pod if you want to vote on topics or just kind of keep up to date with everything. Like, subscribe, and share a link to the episode with one friend. Until next time, adios. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had as much fun as I did. You can join us live for recordings on YouTube Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you come hang out with us in the live chat. You can follow along on Instagram at Making a Mark Pod to help us make these episodes. That's right, you'll be voting on topics, nominating guests, and tagging us in your work for a chance to have it featured on an episode. Visit makingamarkpod.com for even more info and context. This is home base, but Instagram is probably where the party's at. If you like the show and want more of this, share a link to the episode with a friend. Until next time, adios.